2024 resolution has already failed. You're listening to another episode of We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean Danny, across the the plains, the mountains, and three hours behind. What's going on? Oh man, it was it was nice. I celebrated a happy, wondrous East Coast New Year this year. <laughs> I totally pulled old man. I was like in bed. I was like, oh, look, it's midnight. Happy, happy new year. All right. Time for bed. <laughs> yeah, we were just my wife and I were just hanging out and she was like, oh, it's midnight somewhere. All of Jimmy Buffett. Like, East Coast. East Coast. It's it's close enough. It's in America. Happy new year. All right. Let's I'm go going to bed. To bed. <laughs> <laughs> new Year's for uh, people yeah. that just want to party, even if they shouldn't. <laughs> Right, uh, it's one of the cup few amateur drinking days. Yeah, I'm just like at this point in my life, I'm. It, you know how the the rule of thumb was like nothing good ever happens after two. Like now, I'm yeah. like I, nothing good happens after eleven. <laughs> what, what? What's just funny because you know I think that sometimes as I'm driving to work, it's like I see someone and I'm like, what is this asshole doing out at this time of day? And then I'm like, wait. I also am an asshole out at that time of day. That guy's driving to work. He's like, what? Hmm, I wonder what that asshole's doing at this time of day. <laughs> it's like that that meme from the scene in um, the Gerard Butler comic that they made into a Umbrella Academy where they're like, he's chasing after his sister and his sister's trying to go back to find them and they just drive past each other. <laughs> just staring at each other, yeah. <laughs> my favorite part is like uh he's like trapped in his like even though he's like what 40 years old he's like trapped in his like 10 year old body so he's that way yes. he's drinking like whiskey and shit and smoking like <laughs> it's so great oh man so i i see you're already uh getting a little head so i'll ask you sean what are you drinking um so i haven't had any beer since Last year, I guess on this, I haven't pulled anything out of the fridge. Basically, I have been in full liquor mode. So it's almost this segment's almost called like what's in the back of the fridge. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the fridge? I was like, I'm like, I'm not buying anything. I'm drinking everything. I'm, I'm going straight. We're drinking straight whiskey at some point in March. <laughs> the beer bandwagon's down. Um <laughs> But this is uh, called uh, Boat Drinks Malibu Sunset. Uh, it is by Wiley Roots. It is a sour ale with toasted coconut, orange juice, pineapple puree, uh, puree, nutmeg, allspice, and milk sugar. 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 Um, yeah. So, pretty summary. If we can have Christmas in July, why can't we have uh, summer in Mm-hmm. January, yeah, pretty much. Um, it tastes like sweet pineapple juice. That's like the best way I could describe it. Because you don't really, you get like the sweetness, and I think you kind of get like the nutmeg and allspice. Because I did make sure to kind of give roll the can a little bit and give it some uh, love. Um, but uh, overall, though, like it definitely is very pineapple-y forward with the taste i don't think you really get the coconut in there but that was just like a hard flavor it's probably blended in there it's not overly sweet it 
Um, it's not like I feel like I'm rotting my teeth while I drink it. Um, the diabetes. <laughs> exactly. You can't get that diabetes now because everyone's that needs the Ozempic shot to save their diabetic having life is not going to have enough because everyone that is trying to lose weight now is a side effect <laughs> of the shot. Uh, I think if you poured this for your wife and you just told her it was like um, carbonated pineapple juice, I don't know if she would tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Being seriously though, like that's right. Like, that's like the 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 profile I get. So if you like pineapple juice, you're gonna love this. Very easy to drink. It is very easy to drink. So even though it sounds very sugary, it's 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 not. It's like I said, a little bit sweeter any, pineapple juice, sparkling. <laughs> I just said, it can't be any sweeter than uh, Bottle Logic's beer that was basically a alcohol canned version of the Dole Whip. <laughs> Probably not. Which had like marshmallows and pineapple and in addition to the lactose. It was like a one of those like heavy fruit smoothies. And then like when you rolled it, because you definitely had to roll that one, there was actual chunks of pineapple in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> uh, what about you, man? What'd you kick off the new year with? So, uh, you know, I was going to say during the intro, I didn't actually drink on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, but I did the Saturday, the Friday before. <laughs> I uh, got hit up by Armando, the host of the Bottom Dwellers Dive Shack podcast. Hey, Check it out, even if you're... Even if you're not a fan of diving, it's actually pretty cool. Like he inter like sometimes he'll interview uh like the older dudes in the in in the game, the industry to kind of get the history of it and stuff. Yeah. Um like he did one. This he was a like highly decorated legend in the field. And then like a couple months later he ended up passing away. So basically they're like, Yeah, we just barely got him on recorded so we can hear his story. Yeah. Uh but then but then also there's times where they're at like dive uh expos and shows mm -hmm. just interviewing random people and drinking a lot so did you but dive a into show. a beer we drove into beer i ended up going to two uh breweries that i had well one i'd been had been to in a long time and one i went to before they were officially opened when they were in their speakeasy days <laughs> uh basically right around the corner from where you used to live like if you would have stayed there a little bit longer you would have had like almost you would have two breweries pretty much within walking distance <laughs> over off uh chicago and spruce right there on that corner <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Uriel, which is like named after uh, Greek goddess, and All Points Brewing, hmm. and they're they're pretty solid spots. It's just there's nothing else out there, so if there's no food truck or anything. Bring your own food, but they're literally across the street from each other. Straight fucked. <laughs> no food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, he showed up before me, and he's like, "If you show up, make sure you have, uh, bring food. There's nothing here." And I'm like, no, "I already ate. I'm good." But thanks for the heads up. But yeah, um, one of them, like they're famous, they're known for, they have a, a glazed donut beer. Interesting. It's pretty good. It's like a female that's got a little bit of a sweet hint to it. Mm -hmm. And then I had one there, it was an apple pie beer, another female, a little apple-y, a little cinnamony. Okay. And then across the street at All Points, I had their uh, candy cane pre-male. Yeah. Which no, my wife was like shocked that I ordered it because I hate mint. But we were talking to the guy working there and his wife. They were like the co-owner and head brewer. Mm -hmm. He was, and uh, he used to. He was one of the guys that opened originally uh, Packing House. 
Okay, got you. Uh, but he uh, was saying that the way that beer came about was uh, at Christmas, his kids had a shitload of uh, candy canes, but he wanted to, and he wanted to make a Christmas beer, but he didn't want to make a stout, so he made a cream ale and just threw a whole shitload of candy canes in the boil, <laughs> so it dissolved. Yeah, that's added funny. a little bit of sweetness for the you know brewing and the candy mm-hmm. cane, the peppermint. I mean, so it was a naturally more natural candy cane, minty than the fucking just straight extract. That you get like bubble gum or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they both had solid beers. Um, but today I, I'm I found this brewery on the interweb. Actually, I heard about it on a podcast, and I found out that they're in, based out of Northern California, and they ship at least through all the state. It's a Korean-owned brewery called Goka Beer. And so I'm taking a leap of faith on this one, man. I don't know. This could be kind of like that uh, taco. Remember when you had that taco beer? At, yeah. Uh, Weldworks. Yep. This is this is up there with that one. It is we a all... kimchi sour. Oh geez. Yeah, we all questioned the taco beer if we should do it, but it was good. So it was I guess surprisingly you never, good. Yeah, yeah. You never know until you try it. So right. So it is an ale brewed with goji garu, which are Korean chili powder peppers and ginger. Mm-hmm. It says it put down the chopsticks and pick up a pint glass made with our head brewer's very own kimchi culture. This kettle sour starts off with the tart gingery bite then finishes with a peppery burst. It's a taste of Korea in liquid form. And they also have a lot of like Philippine. Uh, there's a citrus. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but they use that in a lot of their beers and stuff. And so. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Look at you drinking out of glass all fucking proper, like. Well, that's shockingly good. <laughs> like, this would be amazing with, like, some uh, udon or some ramen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Would you want like, you don't spicy even need to, like... ramen and spicy beer, though? Well, I don't know. No, I don't think you need to spicy up the ramen, though. Okay. That's the thing, though. Okay, okay. I see. I see. Oh. Like the the ramen place by the Mission Inn, that's the twenty four hour place. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll pay a little extra to get that kimchi put in there. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and just order this beer and save that money from the kimchi <laughs> and, and the ramen. I saved fifty cents on kimchi for my soup, but bought it actually no seven dollar it's, it's a hipster ramen place. It's like three bucks or two bucks for that kimchi. Oh man, yes. But oh. if I'm gonna buy kimchi and a beer. Or just buy the beer. It's like saving money. It's girl math. <laughs> Danny math. <laughs> beer math. Yes. Uh, oh man, but yeah, like because uh, I ordered a handful because they had a minimum price, like a minimum uh, order to pay for the shipped. It was like thirty bucks. Yeah. So. Yeah. So far, I've had I've had two other. I've had yeah. Calamansi is the citrus. Got you. Ah, got you. Got you. Got you. I had a so far I've had this and I had a pale ale that they did with a collaboration collaborative effort with like eight other breweries and mm-hmm. organizations to raise money for stuff called this beer creates opportunity. <laughs> of course, my wife being wife was like, well, how does this beer create opportunity? And I'm like, there's a long old story and I don't remember it all. I mean, I'll take you to their Instagram page so you can read it if you want to. I'll send you <laughs> interest. Yeah, just read it there. Read it there. <laughs> oh, so speaking of uh, Instagram and stories, man, I think one of the greatest troll Instagram 
stories on is going on right now. <laughs> so I came across the post when it was actually on Reddit originally. Uh, an unpopular opinion. Basically, this guy was blaming the craft beer industry for ruining bars and especially the dive bar. Talking about how, you know, they have some sort of hipster name <laughs> with like, you know, cement bar tops and the Edison lights and <laughs> or and all those different things and the uh stupid names like salt and oak or and he threw out a couple other like uh hypothetical names and they sell bake uh tacos with bacon and coles with coleslaw and with bacon and they have coleslaw and um you know the beer all tastes like cat piss <laughs> and so this guy uh instagram account haze boys mm-hmm. he posts memes and shit mm-hmm. basically uh reposted that and out of that couple days a couple days later brand new hype brewery announced (laughs) salt and salt and oak brewing (laughs) their first can cat piss ipa (laughs) that's hilarious dude all the i mean it's all like it's obvious that all the pictures are ai but people in the comments are not getting in on the joke or getting the joke. And he even posted on his own page, a, a chat in his DMS mm-hmm. or the DMS of salt. Nope. Wait, where is this? I can't tell where it is. I see like all these pictures, but I don't, it's like, is it like, where's it opening? No one's given an address. You guys have an opening date of January 1st, but, <laughs> but it, they weren't open until January 1st, but they kept showing pictures of like the bar, the brewery being crowded lines out the door for, uh, <laughs> releases they've released too funny. uh a pissy the elder <laughs> they also released a, a barrel aged beer that's been barreling for like five years or something even though they just opened you know four days ago <laughs> all sold out um they posted the, the scariest picture they posted was them announcing that they were dog friendly but oh. all of the Beer tenders and guests in the pictures of them being dog friendly mm-hmm. had like AI dog faces. <laughs> so it's not like any dogs, it was just people with dog faces. <laughs> That's um, too funny. They had uh, problems opening day, the bathrooms shut down, the bathrooms broke. And so there was like pictures of people just trying to get to the bathroom. <laughs> they had their first break in, someone threw a barrel through one of their windows. Oh my god! <laughs> they threw a barrel. And the people in the jeans. That's hilarious. And their window looked like people were like, "Well, maybe it would have been more difficult if your window wasn't made of styrofoam." And why are all those bottles out? Did nobody clean up after you closed? <laughs> That's part of the morning crew, right? <laughs> it's so it's a good mix of you can tell of people who are uh, very lost and not following what's going on. They just saw Hype Brewery and started following it. Yes. Not realizing that it's a joke and people being in on the joke in the comments. Just, oh, just adding to the fuel, like fuel to the fire. Yeah, people posting <laughs> pictures pictures of them getting the hype beers, drinking yeah. it. Oh, and you can't just go to the, you can't just go to the brewery to get a beer. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't have a proxy pick up the beer for you. Gotcha. You have to have a proxy to get the beer shipped to your sent to your proxy to send to you <laughs> like the there has to be like three 
and your proxy's proxy has to show up with uh, the three names and the three, you know, and his ID and all three names to pick up the beer or her names. <laughs> That's the rules. <laughs> so, for example, if I wanted a beer, I would have to, uh, you know, tell your dad to place it through you. Yeah. <laughs> or place it through, yeah, place it through your dad to have your dad pick it, tell you to pick it up for him. <laughs> Azure. And then you'd have to ship it to him and then he'd ship it to me. It makes sense. It makes total sense. <laughs> but they are selling merch for reals. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm it's supposed to come it was originally supposed to come uh Of course today. you bought shit. Of course you did. I bought a shirt, yes. I wanna be I, I need to be in on the new hype brewery, man. Salt and oak. <laughs> it was uh, bacon tacos with coleslaw on the side. <laughs> Uh, you, yeah. Oh, and they just announced their uh, first brewery event today was a uh, goat yoga. Of course, makes sense. Which, again, all the pictures were people with goat heads, <laughs> no actual goats. Jeez, <laughs> uh, that's too funny. I can't believe it all oh. started with somebody ranting about the death of dive bars on Reddit. Yes, on unpopular opinion. <laughs> I don't know what people he probably want has, out like, of those though, man. They just want to drink, you know, fucking foamy, shitty beer and, you know, well drinks. True. There is one dive bar that's been around forever that I drive by pretty much every day I go to work. Mm -hmm. It's been there since, you know, before I even started working there because I would, my dad worked on the same road. Yeah. And I would take him, have to pick him up or take him up to work sometimes. Yeah. You know, over there off Van Buren, the Horseshoe Lounge. Right by, like, basically right before you get Belgrave on the left, if you're driving through oh, that area. Way down there. Is that, there's that little strip mall right there? Yes. Oh, got you, got I keep, you. I keep telling myself I need to stop in there at least once and have a beer, but haven't done that yet. <laughs> Afraid you're going to have to chug, like, a Bud Light or something? <laughs> I can, that's nothing. That's no... Uh... It's a dive bar. I know I'm going to have to chug a Bud Light or something or just get like a, you know, 7 and 7 or, you know, Jack and Coke. <laughs> I'm not going to order a, you know, man. I'm not going to order a Manhattan or something like that. <laughs> I know where I am. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> so, so Mountain Dew re-released two old flavors of Gamer Fuel. It was like a berry one. It was pretty good. And my new favorite flavor of Mountain Dew, which is going to go away, so it makes me eventually at some point, which is going to make me sad, but it's citrus cherry. Hmm. It's like code red with a little bit of an orangey taste. Yeah. Okay. I am not a Mountain Dew person, although I have, I get weird uh, cravings for Baja Blast. Well, good news for you. Nice segue. Perfect. Um, for, for the entire year, uh, it's going to be available at all retail establishments that carry Mountain Dew. I don't know if you saw that news. I thought it was coming soon. I don't know if you can get it. I don't yeah. know when it started. January 1st, basically the whole year. So some people were posting that they couldn't get the like the citrus orange. Yep. But their store had a... Baja Blast. Baja Blast. Taco Bell sells going down, down into the gutter. 
Right? I, it's like when um, <laughs> Red Lobster decided to make their all-you-can-eat shrimp an all-year menu thing. Yeah. And they uh, lost $11 million last year. Eee. Bad, bad news. <laughs> I also don't know if it's because of uh, all of the shrimp, because we tried to go to a Red Lobster uh, right before Christmas, and there was probably like five or six people inside the restaurant actually eating. And when we put our name in, we were like, oh, there's nobody here. And then it's like, no, it's going to be like a 20 or 30 minute wait. Yeah, like this, is, had like, this is the reason why you're dying. <laughs> yes. It's a, it was like Saturday. It was Saturday night, man. Like... Why don't you have anybody working? And don't give me that nobody wants to work anymore. Like, fucking, if you treated your employees like peoples, then people would work. Yeah. Because no, there's no customers. <laughs> That's why there's nobody working. Dude, there was pe- more people waiting than there was eating. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, because oh. we pulled up, and it's like, oh, there's nobody here. And then I looked, and there was, like, a couple parties. And I'm like, well, they're large parties. We're a party of two. We should be good. No. No. You're fucked, my man. Fucked. Yes. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of uh, things being fucked, uh, effective New Year's Eve, the Walt Disney Corporation lost their uh, trademark claim to the original Steamboat Willie design of Mickey. Oh. <laughs> and within like 10 minutes... Somebody posted online a trailer for a horror movie based on the character of Steamboat Willie, similar to the one that they released of Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. the movie, where they actually made the movie. <laughs> so same thing with like uh, Winnie the Pooh. Like you, you can make a Winnie do anything with Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. except put him in a red shirt. Got you. Because that it's the book character that is unprotected, not public. It's public domain and not the Disney character. Yeah. Same thing with Mickey. You can not, you can basically do anything you want with him except for have him wear white gloves. Mm. Because that's the, the current Mickey is still uh, not public domain. It's privately owned by Disney, but the steamboat Willie, they let that go or they had no choice, I guess. (laughs) It's used too much for, uh, for common public things. It's a public use now, yes. Yeah. So, of course, you know, January 1st, a bunch of artists I follow, follow on Instagram uh, posted their, like, rendition of uh, Steamboat Willie, and it's like, those motherfuckers can't sue me now, bitch. Aha. They're like, Mickey Mouse is like, I'm coming for you. And they might have some sort of AI algorithm to look for uh, white gloves on the Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. character. If you draw that, then they're definitely going to come after you. Yeah, I figured they just just start going after any artist that uh, illegally publishes uh marvel characters <laughs> right or uh you know back in the day when they did that deadpool book yeah this that one got uh axed right but then it got re- relaunched i don't know so i don't know i don't know i don't make up the rules i don't either oh man speaking of rules mm-hmm. do you ever watch amazon prime shows or video yeah we do did you get did you get the sad email from them about it uh it's it's not my account so i did not get it okay uh effective the end of the month Mm -hmm. to i guess add more enjoyment to our viewing as they always 
do some sort of bullshit thing like that. Um, we're gonna start getting commercials. <laughs> unless you unless you want to pay another three dollars more a month. Of course. It always uh, the streaming services just keep going up, up, up. I know. <laughs> no, and that's the, that's the latest one is like, oh, yeah, you can give you can watch commercials or you can pay us more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what commercials are going to have or if it's actually just going to be like Amazon commercials. Oh, yeah, probably. Guess like what? how back on in the Amazon, day Amazon, like what? Why, why are we doing a commercial for Amazon? <laughs> well, Amazon like Prime coming up. You're in one week. Get your shopping ready for Prime Day. Nobody cares. Doo, 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 don't, doo. Don't, don't look at the prices now. Just wait until Prime Day to look at them. So you don't know that we raised them to artificially artificially raise them so we can artificially lower them back to what they normally cost and say that you're saving money. Prime Day. Prime Day. <laughs> uh, but, okay, yeah, but it'll be like back in the day when Disney Channel used to only show commercials for like other Disney shows and now they show commercials for everything. <laughs> Mom, I bet you're tired. <laughs> Have mm-hmm. some of this fun juice. It's just chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's that's nap time. The new product developed by uh, NASA that's certified. That's when you doctors. need. Uh, that's when you need peace and quiet, not fun. Yeah. Not fun times. <laughs> well, you know, depends on who you are and what kind of fun you want, I guess. Whoa! If you don't mind uh, risking the Escobar Cosby. Whoa! Too, Whoa. too soon. Woo. Woo. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, during Christmas time, my wife was asking me about this TV show, Letterkenny. And I thought they had finished a Hulu exclusive. Well, it's Hulu uh, streamed in the States, but it's Crave in Canada. It's a Canadian based show, eh? 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 And so, uh, I thought they had finished the show and I thought we had finished watching the show and just to cover my ass. Cause I was hundred percent sure I uh, did the Googles. Cause I was like, well, I would have saw something about the new season if there was one coming out and it always post comes out on Christmas day. And sure enough, this is, they announced a new season, released a new season on Christmas day in Canada. And the next day on, on, on boxing day in the States on Hulu. Yeah. The 12th and final season. Whoa, nice. So, and I know it? like hearing like 12, well, I, I know hearing like 12 seasons, it's like, shit, I'm never going to have time to watch all that. It's not full seasons. They're like eight episode, eight to 10 episode long seasons. So they're pretty mm-hmm. much half seasons. And it's a very good show. Um, but we, when you went to watch it, I realized, oh, for some reason we didn't watch season 11. So we had two full seasons to watch. And like I said, we binged. On uh, New Year's Eve, we benched season 11. On New Year's Day, we did season 12. <laughs> like, during season 12, there was stuff going on, you know, you get invested in the characters. I'm looking over, my wife's, like, eyes are tearing up a little bit, and she's like, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even care about this show. Like, I wouldn't even watch it. Now you're making me care about people on shows that I don't even want to watch. <laughs> and then, as soon as it was over, she's like, okay, so, um, when are we going to start watching this again? Like, we got to start this back at the beginning. Whoa. You're like, no, that's too much of a commitment. I got so much other shit to watch. Didn't I tell you that that uh, the winter season of anime is going to be way too off the hook? I'm booked. Gotta wait yeah, it's already March. happened. 
<laughs> already happened. It's new episodes, uh, new shows released, at least in Japan yesterday. I know. I um, the one I want to watch just um, I forget if it came out, but the I think uh the gushing over uh Magic Girls is on High Dive. I think that one came yeah. out. Yeah. High dive. When you're about to cancel it, they give you something you just have to watch. <laughs> That's usually how it works, yes. I was like, I'm not even watching high dive again. Like last season was bullshit. I'm quitting. And it's like, hey, you actually have anime to watch on here. I'm like, God damn it. All right, fine. It's like Brokeback Mountain, you just can't quit it. <laughs> I just can't quit you. But if you're uh if you're looking for something to watch that isn't in Japanese, so you don't have to read it, so you can kind of, <laughs> you know, and you have the Hulus, I highly, highly, highly recommend watching Letter Kenny. Mm. It's, you know, pretty much almost any show I've watched, you know, Walking Dead being the, the biggest example, it gets to a certain point and I just don't give a shit about the characters. Like yeah. Walking Dead, I'm like, they can all just die. Like I watched all the way up until literally the episode before the season finale of an ep- a season, hmm. and then we were, that's when we went to um, Emerald City Comic Con, and I was the only one caught up. And so the show was about ready to come on. And I'm like, oh, The Walking Dead's on, and everyone was like, no, we can't watch it. I'm not caught up. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not recording it. I didn't know. All right. And then I realized at that point I just didn't care to find the episode on the interwebs. Like I probably could have just come home and watched it. And I'm like, well, fuck it. They all dead to me now. They're all what? zombies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Wait, was I about the bad guy part of that story? I don't Actually, remember if I was watching. It. it was it was those three other people and two of them. I was gonna say, I think I gave up after like the third episode. <laughs> yeah. We, I we probably just didn't want to watch it. I was like, I don't the two, between care. The two of us broke up with the other people in the room at that date uh, <laughs> shortly after. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good times. Oh man, maybe. So, uh, in in addition to weaving out a little bit, you did do some uh, gammon. Um, yes, yes, yes. So on Black Friday, I decided to buy one of the games I've been keeping my eyes on called Cyberpunk. I already forgot the digits because I just call it Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, twenty seventy seven. <laughs> it was it was for thirty bucks um, online. So I was like, all right. I was like, I was like, I've heard it's a great story from everywhere. Everybody complained about the uh, the glitches, and ever since the patches have kind of updated through, um, I've heard the quality is a lot better. So I'm like, all right, for 30 bucks, like, let's give this a go. And it was definitely the, one of the best games that I have bought for 30 bucks, like hands down, like you can't beat this game for that price. Um, there was a, there was a website I used to go on a lot more called cheapassgamer.com. Yeah. And they would basically post, when games were on sale at different places and stuff like that. And one of the regular users of the forum had a review. His gimmick was doing reviews. Yeah. But he didn't give, he didn't give ratings in the traditional sense. His rating was the most you should pay for this game. Like, (laughs) 
He's like, this is a full price game, or this is a twenty dollar game, or this is a thirty dollar game, or this is a ten dollar game. Yeah. He would just put what he liked and disliked about it, and then how much he thought you should pay to play the game. I mean, he would do a little bit of like review, actual like writing, mm-hmm. and pretty kind of in depth review. But yes, that was his his score. wasn't in stars or whatever it was dollars that you should yeah. pay for the game. Yeah, I feel like that's the problem with a lot of games now. Is like when you buy a full price game. Um, it doesn't feel like it was a game you should have bought, but the same game you could buy for half off and you'll feel like it was worth playing the game. So there's definitely, especially with how expensive games are now, it is, I think it is very important to talk about how much you would pay for the game to enjoy it because, um, I couldn't imagine playing a super buggy game for full price. And I don't know how much more I would pay for this, maybe $40 like for cyberpunk, because you know, when you think of cyberpunk, you think it's red project and you're thinking Witcher three and there, I beat, I beat the whole game and the DLC in 60 hours. You can't even beat Witcher three. That's the main game. The <laughs> in a hundred hours. So there's 40 hours of, of gameplay just, missing from game to game which is you know i'm gonna hold it against them because that's like kind of the expectation i went in i was like all right here's the creators of you know witcher 3 um i'm expecting a a very a long game and an rpg and uh you know a good story and stuff like that so um i definitely don't think it was 60 dollars. i could say definitely 30 bucks I could probably argue 40 bucks, but I don't know if I would argue any more than that. Um, you basically, um, you're, you start, there's three backgrounds, like there's three general types of people in the game. So you have your like road war. It takes place in the future. And obviously it's making fun of like corporations just taking over and sucking the souls out of everybody and, and whatnot. So you have like nomads that just try to like, live in their cars and camps and get away from the big cities. You got your corporate rats and then you kind of got your street thugs like living in the streets doing like the shady shit and whatnot. So you got three different, you got three interesting backgrounds. And what I do like about the game is that you can unlock certain dialogue based off your background, which is always cool because then it's like, it helps you kind of set the tone of, your play style and and whatnot like that so it definitely adds some dialogue to that um you could play as a guy or a gal you could there's way too much focus on the uh your body when you're when you're creating your character yes that you could make you could like play around with your dick size and your boob size and all this it's a little bit too much (laughs) i don't know if anything is that serious uh but it's very customizable um basically like the beginning of the game is pretty linear like it sets up this main story obviously like it's got to be a little bit more linear um to kind of get the main con what's the uh term i'm looking for like the main issues kind of started the for the reason why the character is motivated um and basically you can't have you wandering aimlessly and like missing yeah kind of like the original complaint about final fantasy 13 Mm-hmm. There's like a couple hours where you're basically on a rail and then you 
kind of have to, you know, things have to happen in a certain order. And then it's a little bit of a tutorial too. Mm -hmm. And then the world opens up. Yeah, exactly. So basically something happens and, and Keanu Reeves character is stuck in your head, basically. Like you're the only one that could see him. You talk to him um, and stuff, and you're basically trying to get him out of your head. Um, through the power of science in the future and, and all that jazz. So that's generally the main story. Um, it plays a little bit like GTA. You got different districts in the city. You know, you got to run away from cops and stuff like that on different missions. You go to a local area. You meet up with, like, the guy that makes the jobs and you get paid from them. Um, so you do jobs for them and whatnot, and if you do enough jobs, they give you special weapons and stuff like that. So it's pretty, there's random, there's other random side quests and stuff, and there's a couple love options. So, like, the guys have two, the girls have two, so basically, if you want to go straight, you have one choice on who you can romance. If you're gay, you have a different romance for each set, so... You got that going on, uh, which is pretty linear. I did, um, I did like the romance with uh, Judy. She is the uh, the uh, lesbian romance because I played as a, a girl. Um, so I thought that was I thought her story. No, no. So um, her story was really cool. I really liked it. Um, one of my favorite things about the game is that. You can make dialogue conversations about events and choices that you made in the game, which is a big plus to me. I really liked it. There was a point in the DLC where I fucking told this gang that I fucked up their other gang and it started a big ass fucking fight. I was super excited. I'm like, yes, like my cons, my actions have consequences in a game. <laughs> So they didn't go the Mass Effect 3 route? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it was like a uh, goofy side story stuff, but I thought it was cool. Um, but it is a it is a, uh, a pretty heavy based on sh off shooter. I thought the guns were all pretty well balanced um, as far as damage and range and stuff like that and like rate of fire. Um, I did like the sword. It was a, it was it was a little Jedi like with you being able to like take a steel sword and ricochet bullets back at people. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's realistic, but uh, I mean, there's obviously other things in the game are probably just as unrealistic. So you know, it's got to be forgiven. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if it if it breaks uh, realism, it, it better be cool, right? Or if it breaks like known facts. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the one example I always bring up that I think, you know, I know it's not realism, but it still breaks the facts of the story setup is uh, in the X-Men movie where Wolverine gets shot in the head. Yeah. And it's like, but his skull is covered in anti the metal, ad adamantium. Mm -hmm. It would just bounce off, right? Like, yeah, but it goes, but then they make it cool because it, it does shoot him, but then they show him lying there and you can just see the, the wound healing and the bullet pop out. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Okay, they went for like not anything based on what the character is for the cool shot. I'll forgive you. All is forgiven. <laughs> exactly. Um, overall, the gameplay, uh, like I said, is really fun to play. The upgrades were pretty cool. Um, 
you you could uh upgrade different parts of your body and stuff and i thought the talent trees were pretty cool i did like that you can't level up in all five categories to 100 so you have to do a little bit of choosing the direct the game style you want to do but um so and that and it unlocks different like perks and stuff so um if i ever played the game again i would definitely play more tech like instead of like sword and throwing knife kind of character so i did a lot more sneaking and stuff like that so i was able to like knock out a lot of people and then just run in with a sword and i'm just like blocking the stuff and going through so definitely different options for the gameplay i thought it was pretty cool um in the world there's also if you have you have to have like certain in in your like five classes like strength and whatnot that unlock the perks like there's certain doors like you have to have high strength to open through um which makes like your mission easier so if you can't do it you have to kind of like go around and sneak past enemies instead of like just going through an alternative door to make it easy so but it's pretty well rounded to where it's not like um you know you're just gonna the only thing you're gonna do is just up your strength all the way so you can open every door because there's also different things going on like you need certain like computer skills or this skills to you know make a conversation safe or or mess with the electronic component or something. So it, I could definitely see it being a little bit different on each gameplay style. Uh, I ended up buying the DLC for 30 bucks, and that's where I kind of was like, not not worth it. Definitely not worth it. So um, if, if it would have been uh, Indiana Jones and the Quest for the Holy Grail, we would have... Uh died instead of gained immortality because you uh, chose poorly <laughs> i chose poorly i chose poorly i'd probably pay 15 bucks for that um you did the story content was good i liked the story it just wasn't very long and it only unlocked like one district it wasn't like it it didn't even like double the size of the world or anything it didn't even make probably a quarter so it just it just wasn't very big and it just wasn't as unique. Um, there was a couple of alternatives uh, characters in and different things like that. So it was pretty fun. I like. I did like the story of, on that piece. It just wasn't very long enough. And the world didn't unlock that I unlocked wasn't as big and as fun to play. So, And to be fair, it only puts you uh, $5 over total. Yes. Or, uh... No, never mind. I was thinking I was doing the bad math of what you would have paid fifteen and thirty, forty-five. Yeah, you paid like twenty bucks over what you would have uh, wanted to pay. Yep, Sorry. exactly. So, but yeah, I definitely would say like I don't think it's on Game Pass or anything. So I don't think you can play it on no, there. It's not. But but yeah, if you're looking for a shooter game that's pretty fun, a little bit you know sci-fi futuristic, you know post somewhat crazy post-apocalypse a little bit like that i would definitely check check out cyberpunk oh um the one thing i forgot to say keanu reeves character johnny beautifully written great character development i fucking hated him at the beginning of the game i fucking loved him at the end of the game like just the interaction between your characters 
as you go through missions and you different do different things, I think it was it really helped carry the story of the game. I think if if that was bad, I don't know if the main I don't know if the game story would be as good as it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves did a fantastic job voicing uh, Johnny. I mean, he seemed pretty uh, into it. Mm-hmm. You know, not just hey, I'm paid to be here. When he was at E3 or the Video Game Awards or wherever it was that he showed up, yeah, it wasn't like oh yeah, I, I have to be here because it's a contractual obligation. Dude, he sells that character hard, man. Like. Like, I don't know how you can, you can't say he didn't, like, if if you told me he won Best Voice Actor of the Year for video games that year, I'd be like, well, of course he fucking did, it was great, like, <laughs> right. like the way he just uh, hit his lines and, you know, and the way it was written, I don't know if he had any ability to kind of change things based on how he felt about Johnny, but, dude, he just did a good job in... Like, you could obviously choose to, like, befriend Johnny and go through that character development. You could also choose to just hate Johnny and go through that character development. Um, so, it's just, it was well written. And I think, overall, if if that storyline, I think, was poor, I think it would have brought down the whole game. So Because he is in a lot of cutscenes and stuff, so... Like it was a big risk. Like he's it, like he is a he's literally the number one character like NPC in the game with you that you have to deal with versus everybody else. So okay, yeah, because I for some reason I hadn't read, read that he wasn't in the game at all very much or whatever. It was almost like why would they get him? But that was also you know back in the beginning when it was buggy and people weren't playing it much. So maybe mm-hmm. uh, they're just full-on expressing their uh haterade views mm-hmm. as the kids used to say exactly old now uh but yeah so maybe i'll have to pick that up because i know like i'd seen people talk about with the new updates that they actually made it playable versus when it first came out mm-hmm. when it was completely unplayable pretty much <laughs> uh so and, you know, as we mentioned earlier, the new anime season is coming out already, which means that the last season, winter, so it was last would have been fall, right? So now, yeah, we're, in so now we're in winter. Yeah, we're in the winter okay. session. Even though it was, like, I guess, technically it started before winter officially started. It ended yeah. on December 21st around yeah. there. Yeah. So, so, but anyways, last season's animes are starting to wrap up. So um, I finished Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Um, mostly because I just wanted to avoid the spoiler memes on the Reddit. <laughs> I have, dude, that one has climbed to the top of the best, like, animes of the week for, like, the last couple weeks, so. Yes. I don't know why it was so low in the beginning. Maybe it was just a slow start with the story versus where others were just more booming in the beginning, but that one definitely has overtook like definitely came into the top five more consistently toward the end of the the season. Well, part of it was because it was one of the, you know, most of the episodes, I mean, most of the shows were like 12, 13 episodes, and this was a 23 episode Mm. season. Damn. (laughs) I haven't even started it, and I haven't even watched the movie, man. I'm just like, I feel like there's so much work to do. So if you haven't started the second season, because here's the thing, it's, it's in a fucked up order. Of course it is. So, 
So if you're if you are going to start now watching the show, you need to watch the first six episodes of season one of season two. I mean, then the movie, <laughs> then season one, and then the rest of season two. That's the chronological order that it's told in. Oh my god, that is that is idiotic. Well, I knew the because, movie was a flashback because, like, the one one of the main characters was like a kid. It's like when he was younger, right? Well, it's. I mean, it's um before the the new the the three freshmen come in mm-hmm. that are the stars of the first of the first season yeah. with uh Ghetto, um, he uh Ojo, I mean, he uh, and it kind of tells of uh, the story of how Gejo and Godo went from being friends to, like they're no longer friends; they're enemies, and so then. They have to fight, and he's trying to, like, basically one of them wants to save the human race, and one of them wants to, you know, basically wipe out anyone that isn't a sorcerer. Yeah. And so then, season two starts, the first couple episodes, first six episodes, is them when they're in school. Got you. And then it goes to the big incident where um, the guy that uh, was the villain, you know, the villain in the movie... Mm -hmm. Uh, something happens with him and stuff, and he basically gathers up all the, you know, demons to work together, and they block off a huge section so they could capture him. Mm-hmm. And they do success, succeed in capturing him. You know, that's a spoiler, but it doesn't affect anything. So now then it's just basically all the students and stuff trying to go and save him. And yeah. it fucking takes... The first season is fucking happy, and everyone's friends, and everyone's laughing and they're high-fiving and they're clapping and the boogie woogies <laughs> and season two fucking everybody's like dying oh boy emotional Demons, damage huh dude so much <laughs> and it ended on a huge cliffhanger and uh, that's... and there's two things going against it so you have time you don't have to rush to watch it. It's one of the studios like that's going that's like revolting, right? It's it is the studio <laughs> that's leading Not the revolt. A, the <laughs> Mappa Studios is basically ground zero of the fucking like <sighs> are you trying to kill us? And part of it is because first in line, at least for priority being made, is Chainsaw Man movie. Dude, no, 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 no. They're making a Chainsaw Man movie, or that studio is making it. That studio. <laughs> I love Chainsaw Man. I, I just yes. love how weird it is. It's, it's so fun. Yes. So, and the other thing is, is like one of the you know three characters, the girl, Nagami. I'm horrible with the names on the shows. There was a couple points where they mentioned somebody that was like off camera. But like, what about this person? And I'm like, wait, who the fuck is that? So I had to like pause the show and look him up real quick. I'm like, oh, oh, it's the dude that can only, you know, uh, speak in sushi recipe ingredients. <laughs> Why didn't you just say that, dude? Why didn't you just tell me that? Like, <laughs> right. Um, but something happens and there's not a, there's a zero, there's, there's a more, there's not a 0% chance that she's alive. Uh, she's dead. I mean, she's, uh, she'll live, but it's not very likely. She's not breathing. And, but somebody did his sorcery on her and stopped her injuries from getting worse, but her heart isn't beating and she's not breathing. But that also doesn't mean she's, there's a, you know, 
not a zero percent chance that she's alive. Oh boy, is is the odds we were given? It's not zero percent chance. And the strike two that's going against it is um, they're caught up to the manga, and even the guy writing the manga is like, yeah, I don't know if she's alive or dead yet. I haven't decided. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. And you know they made a meme like, and I saw it like luckily after i watched the episode where it's like watching it like all the fighting and someone's all excited and then i think they show the scene where the you know what happens to her and then the person watching it's all like sad and it's like yeah that's exactly how i felt no <laughs> Jeez. but uh, you know a lot of people were complaining earlier like in the season about how they were kind of skimping on like the budget because there was a fight with her and one of the demons but like basically, he just fucking like gave her, you know, a concussion that would knock a NFL player out of for the rest of the season. <laughs> and so she was like wobbly legged and stuff, but she was still strong enough to still fight. But it wasn't as like high paced as the normal yeah. fights in the show. And everyone was like, "Oh, look how shitty this fight is!" And people were like, "Um, you know, she should be like unconscious right now. She should be dead, <laughs> dead." <laughs> he basically like slammed her into the ceiling and then on the ground head first, yeah. both ways. <laughs> um and it's like yeah she's she's not all there she's just trying to protect somebody and she's barely standing she's wobbly of course it's not going to be you know like the boogie woogie fight where they're like in the sky and they're high five they're clapping and they're doing this and but then as the season went on people lost that complaint because the fight animation became amazing <laughs> so you know between that show and chainsaw man alone those two shows with the intensity and the details and the fights and the case of them and stuff yeah like that should be done by those two should just not even be done by their own studio <laughs> in the same studio i mean they should be done by their own studios but then you throw in other stuff they're doing terrible so yeah so i don't know when season three is going to come out but never you got time to catch Dead. up Dead. and then the other one i finished uh and i know you started i don't know how far you got into it was a uh, berserk of gluttony yeah, I'm on the I'm on the tail end of it to be honest. Okay. So I think I'm um, like on episode nine or ten. Okay. My only kind of question I had is the way they set up the story, you know, with his skill yeah. was basically it's like you have to keep defeating more and more powerful enemies. Um or else but then at the same time though it was like at some point it was like, Well if you defeat this enemy, it's so powerful it's gonna cause you to lose control. Yeah, I don't know. There's it's not great. It's not terrible. Like, I love that, like, I love who the long-term enemy is. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if they come back to it, and I feel like it would be super rushed if they go back to, like, the enemy they've been building. So I do find it, like, this is supposed to be more than 12 episodes. <laughs> you watched the whole thing, right? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, does it? Um, it, it does it end like it needs more? Ep like there's supposed to be like a second season. Yes. Okay. That, which is basically how I feel like it's going. Because like with how far I am, there's just no way that they could go back home and start resolving the issue oh. that they were building. Because it seems like they haven't even really gotten to the the, the point right now on where on what's going on in when in like episode seven with uh the conflict of her going to a, a different land to yeah. go over there and um i don't think you've met 
the big the big boss of the first season yet. Yeah, I um, don't. No, no because don't it's a it's yet. a it's a twist. It's a uh, it's like a a twist. It's a twist. A twist. What a twist. <laughs> um, but my only real complaint about the show is that there's no real point where you doubt that he's not going to be able to control his powers. Yeah. Even when they're like, oh my god, he's he's losing control, and it's like, but but is he though? Is he? Is he? I don't I don't I don't I don't feel that he is. It doesn't yeah. seem like he is. He's still talking and like you know himself. Like if he's lost his control, wouldn't it like be almost immediate as opposed to like mm-hmm. a long sleddy like changeover? I guess. Um, <laughs> Let him lose control and kill one of the companions, man. That make me want to feel for him. <laughs> right, because they, they do that in in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, he uh, you know, he the the demon inside of him. They feed him like twelve or thir- twelve fingers at once. Oh Jesus! And the guy takes over and like fucking fucks shit up for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then he comes out of it and he's like, "I deserve to die," you yeah. know, like I did this. Like he's fucking emotionally wrecked. Yeah. And. uh Oh, and real quick, you know, when it got to the last episode of the season, everyone, it was 23, not 24, like the first. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, there's going to be one more episode. It's 24. But everyone keeps saying it's the last episode. Multiple businesses had fi- season finale watch parties. For, oh, uh, even, I, even then I was. Oh, my God. 20, no, no, for tw- episode 23. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And I, even, but even then, I still didn't believe them because. Yeah. And I'm like, are they either they're. I'm like, are they just going to fucking anime bullshit the ending and wrap it all up with a happy bow? <laughs> and like halfway through and I'm like, oh, oh, oh this no. isn't this isn't gonna get resolved and fuck. Terrible. But the ending of Berserker Gluttony, like I said, it uh like the final basically the final scene mm-hmm. of the season is going back to the main ongoing, I guess, villain. Yeah. Showing like prog like the detail of uh what's gonna start in season two. Yeah. So um, cause they're in a different land and they're back. The villain is back at the home in the yeah. capital. So it, it's not, they don't like end it with them, which I'm kind of glad because, you know, that's the, I guess the big boss that's going to carry on the whole season or yeah. the whole story. And if you killed him now, then it's like, Oh, I guess the show's over. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. And then, uh, I didn't finish this. I couldn't finish it. Uh, it's a little hard to binge one the one hundred girlfriends that really really like me, really really love you. Oh, love me. Yes, you? yes. Yeah. So obviously, I feel like this anime is definitely written just to be as over the top as possibly because, like, when he makes like basically he uh, never knew love and he always got doubted, and then this god like, um. You know, I blesses our curses, I think, uh, is the question. Um, and anytime, like, if uh, he's told that he's supposed to have, like, he's going to have, like, a hundred girlfriends, and, like, if he doesn't take care of them, of them, they'll die. So, like, every, so every time, like, it's, it's just, just, it's not just a girlfriend, it's a soulmate. Soulmate. And yeah. he, uh, he, because the god, like, had his 
he was like gambling or something. Yeah. And he had the paper that he gambles with next to the dude's like paper of life. <laughs> and in the number in the spot where it says number of girlfriends, he wrote the amount he wanted to gamble. And so instead of one, he wrote a hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's super cheesy in that way. And of course, like so and he's supposed to be like the overly nice, like dedicated, like main character type, so it's just funny how everything just like kind of works out. There's a lot of just typical like harem shit going on. There's a cup. There's a pretty funny um, jokes and skits in there. I think the scientist girl is really funny um, with her just constantly like making potions, um, and she ended yeah, I... up accidentally like keep ruined her body to where it stays like as a little kid, but she'll like take like the cure and it lasts for a couple of minutes and then she'll like she turns into like a bombshell <laughs> yeah i only got as far as the librarian i only watched the first couple episodes yeah um, it was a little i mean it was good the characters were good it's just a little too mm -hmm. sweet for me it's like a rich dessert i can only handle it in small amounts yeah Not no, I agree. I didn't. I don't think I watched too many episodes back to back. I did. I did try to keep up with it uh, because it is pretty funny, uh, but it's not like overly great um, with it. It's it's not too it's not too pervy on the harem scale of all the other things going on. But I don't know. It's 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 like a seven. Like it's yeah. not it's not great. Six and a half, seven, but yeah. it's not terrible. Like it's got some pretty damn good jokes in there to to help with it, but it just it's some of it's just wait it's just it's just over the top and you just have to be in the mood for that kind of, of show. Right. And if, I wasn't in the mood when I went mm -hmm. to watch it to for this. Um yeah. like it's not like like you said, the characters are likable. It's got some good jokes it was like the you know the librarian that couldn't talk and so she basically <laughs> just pointed to pages in the book yeah <laughs> yeah you got to be in uh, the mood for trash for that one yes um and it, i was surprised though because it was pretty constant in the top 10 of anime for reddit mm -hmm. of the year for the season it was like near the top the whole season so i thought it would be a little more deep in depth but no yeah. it's just fucking cotton candy visual <laughs> cotton candy Exactly. All sugar, no substance. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and and then, then the other one I finished, I don't know if you finished this one, was... Uh, by no, I, I watched the uh, first couple episodes. I hadn't started it until you uh, called me, so I tried to watch as yeah. much as I could. Yeah, my daughter left um, left the nest and came back in S-Rank Warrior. Um, it's a little bit... It's another one of those, like, sevens uh, out there. So basically... The uh, this hero or ex, this ex um um no hero adventurer adventurer like ends up adopting finding a little girl in like the forest and as a baby and adopts her and then um you know he like trains her they live like in a you know far out village and she goes into town um when she's like a teenager and yeah, um yeah. she was twelve. 12 yeah and she ends up becoming like the most powerful soul like uh adventurer she's like at s rank doing all this crazy shit and all this crazy stuff um and whatnot but she's like way overly obsessed with like her dad she uh because she like 
overly loves them. There's like goofy jokes about how she's trying to find a new mom so that way he he uh he won't be lonely at home while she's while she's in the big city. There's all sorts of just random jokes in there and there's like wholesome moments and stuff like that. Um there's really no ever any crazy danger or anything kind of going on it really plays on the joke of like she gets ready to go on vacation to go see her dad and then like the gill goes there's this dangerous monster that only an s-ray candle could handle like you have to go or like, there's a whole horde of a whole horde of monsters going to destroy this village yeah and it's like yeah you can go see your dad and everyone in the village will die or you can you know not be a hunt <laughs> And go save them. Yeah, and she like throws a temper tantrum as she's like stomping around to go, like it's just it's it it replays like the same general story with. There's always she, a different yeah, excuse though. Like it's it's and, the monsters yeah. of the village. It's like the demon king. It's the the king has n invited her to the palace. Like there's just there's always something that that goes on with it. So it's one of those just more silly ones. Like except you just have to be kind of in the mood, um, mood for kind of like a more wholesome comedy. But it's in that seven range as well. This was definitely more bingeable than the hundred girlfriends. Um, you know, one of the things she encountered while she was on the way to dad was bandits trying to uh, rob. A young lady ends up saving her and come to find out she's like the the you know daughter of like uh i can't remember his title but he's like basically like you know the, <laughs> the governor of the land area and she's on his way her way to see her dad who's dying and stuff and so mm -hmm. and it's like well we don't have any horses so i don't know what we're gonna do i might not make it to see my dad and so she's like well fuck it it's your dad he's dying uh i'll so she ends up missing out to go save the daughter and that leads to hilarious encounters with her two older sisters yeah which the older older sister like i was talking with my coworker. i just we we're both talking about how just her the anime her animation like whenever the the main character's dad is around and she just like almost hops to him but in a weird kind of way <laughs> yeah um but my favorite ongoing joke is the daughter and you know telling the tales of her dad calls him the red ogre yeah <laughs> and so like the first couple times he's like who the fuck calls me the red ogre <laughs> and they're like that's what we heard and then um runs into like the the merchant that was driving the uh buggy when they rescued the daughter and you know he's like yeah no your daughter tells everyone that's who you are and he's like no she doesn't she doesn't tell everyone and then they end up going to visit the town where the the you know the family lives the other mm -hmm. family and they're at the uh pub because they you know didn't want to get uh show up <laughs> and disrespect them by being rain because it was raining so they're all wet and dirty and stuff and the middle daughter shows up and it's like what the fuck are you doing here we got a mansion like what and food and beds and we're like yeah but you know we're wet and dirty and it's like no nonsense come and so then people all of a sudden realize wait a minute that's you know the black-haired valkyrie wait if that's the black-haired valkyrie then that must be the red ogre yeah <laughs> and he just looks at her like what the fuck did you do to me yeah <laughs> the funny thing is he's a pretty solid fighter though like he's not bad like i don't yeah. know like it doesn't really get into too much on like the adventure where like he lost his leg and in white and he ended up retiring um, they have like one flashback where she talks because she talks about fighting like a demon thing or whatever, and then yeah. I guess he must have been 
like like he was fighting one too, mm-hmm. and she can never strike a blow against him. He's always able to like defend her and parry and hit her. Yeah, um, I do like the reoccurring of like when she was like twelve before she left, and he's like, "Don't hold back," and he hits her, and she's like, "You hit me for real." Yeah, and then up, up, and he's like, "Fine," and then she comes back at seventeen, and he's like, "Fine, I'll take you. Don't hold back," and he does the same move and hits her again, and same exact thing. You hit me for real. <laughs> or when the when they go to the the town's having their autumn festival, and he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't wait to enjoy the festival." And the, her one of her travel companions mm-hmm. and her, par- her party companions, because she's with a archer and a wizard. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, when are you going to put that down?" And then then you kind of he kind of moves where you can see that she's basically holding onto him like a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I did forget. They do kind of talk about his past, um, a little bit cause he wasn't a party. Um, but you do get to meet up with one of the other party members. So there's with him, there's four party members. Um, and, uh, so you get to meet up with one of the wizards and I think it, it definitely feels like based off what's going on, there should be another season um just based on it wasn't like, the i was gonna say it wasn't the four the the other three retired s, s rank adventures that showed up were not at his party the mm-hmm. the nope. one they kept calling the old lady and yeah. uh strong guy with the tattoo and the wizard the silver guy no it seems like to be some okay. other side characters because i really thought it was that i thought that older lady was one of them Unless she is, and they just still haven't like made the connected the dots yet. But right now, she is still not part of it. Like they don't really hint. There is. There's supposed to be like another like. There is one another lady in the party, but I don't. It, it's hard to tell who it is. But um, yeah. So it, and there is like a phantom character kind of in the background running events. So it's an obvious, and they haven't really, they haven't even met between like the Valkyrie and, and stuff like that um, with this character. So it definitely is like, there's a bigger story like behind the scenes still kind of developing. Okay. So there should, uh, yeah. there I should mean, be more to the, the, another season to continue telling that. Yeah. And it was good enough that I would watch another season of this. I don't know. Hmm. Like, did he meet all hundred girlfriends yet? Cause no. Are we going to have, so we're going to have however many seasons, but I will say this, I was talking with the guy I work with and hundred girlfriends is definitely everyone's it's more watchable and everyone's more likable than in a uh, rent a girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, I stopped watching that thing so long ago. I don't even know who's who anymore. I just know that like nobody, there was no redeeming quality and real, and which you don't need a character doesn't need to have redeeming characters. Mm-hmm. If that's the, if, if, the point of that character is that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, the, the main look at this new ma- this main character. He's a piece of shit. Let's follow his life as opposed to, ah, uh, let's follow this guy. He's just down on his luck when it comes to women. <laughs> That's but he true. also happens to be, a, it's, but he's on down on his luck with women because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> but they don't mean to imply that carry that or whatever. But he just is. I don't know. That okay. was one of the most universally agreed on hated anime. <laughs> on Fair enough. Like when they announced season two, they're like, "How the fuck is this show getting a season two? When like, and then they listed like a whole bunch of other shows are not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just okay. Yeah, there was another anime I wanted to ask you about after the show, but um, 
technically it's just on a quick break and it's picking up more episodes it's not done yet so okay. which makes sense well, because the ending the where it ended off on episode 13 makes no fucking sense like why okay. you would end it here <laughs> right well it's like the one anime that i'm caught up on uh but it's still got more shows is uh Rerin. yeah uh, yeah i got I ended up getting World caught War. up on that i might be like one episode behind now yeah. All right. Oh, all right, everybody. Well, welcome to a, a whole new year. New year, new us, JK. Same ass trash. Same <laughs> yes. Follow us on Podbean, iTunes, maybe Google Play. I think that's that might be dead. Who knows? It's still it might still be there. Stitcher. Amazon Prime. Facebook. Yes. Prime. Prime. You can follow Dandy on Untapped. He still drinks beers. I don't think there's a whiskey Untapped yet. Yeah, we should make one. <laughs> I'd have to pay somebody. Uncorked? Actually, that would be wine. I don't know what it would be called. <laughs> Firewater. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Later. <laughs>